This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, January 5th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. California bans water wasting. Air District eyes no-till farming. No give yet on BBB. And Canada faces dairy dispute deadline. Water Board bans wasteful water use. The State Water Board approved a measure yesterday outlawing the wasteful use of water in towns and cities. Overwatering lawns, hosing off driveways, or filling decorative fountains could lead to fines of up to $500. The rules, similar to those of the previous drought, take effect for one year. Keep in mind, the latest urban conservation numbers assembled by board staff showed Californians have met Governor Newsom less than halfway on his goal of cutting water use by 15%. You can read more about the drought look in the AgriPulse West newsletter coming later this morning. Air District seeks to expand conservation tillage. The San Joaquin Valley Air Pollution Control District is considering ways to promote a more widespread adoption of conservation tillage practices. Reducing dust from tilling would fulfill a commitment in the district's 2018 PM 2.5 state implementation plan. Practices could include cover cropping, no or low till, and precision agriculture. The rule change to the plan could include control measures for fallowed land that is then worked up. That according to the Western Agricultural Processors Association. At a workshop last month, CEO Roger Isom urged the district to base its decisions on scientific data and proven reductions in PM2.5 particulates. Isom was skeptical the rule change would result in significant reductions and called it an aggressive timeline. He noted that millions of research dollars and years of academic study went into the measures currently in the plan. Mansion. Stop asking about BBB. Senator Joe Manchin is showing no sign of compromising on President Joe Biden's Build Back Better bill, vital as it may be to the administration's climate policy. The West Virginia Democrat, whose vote is essential to passing the bill, announced his opposition to the House-passed legislation on December 19th. But Build Back Better supporters are holding out hope that they can get him to back a scale-back version of the measure. But if Manchin's going to cut a deal on a similar bill, it was hard to tell yesterday when he stopped to answer questions from reporters. I'm not going to talk about Build Back Better anymore because I think I've been very clear on that. There are no negotiations going on at this time, he said. Now, keep in mind, Manchin gave his answer in response to a question about whether he could support the Build Back Better bill if an extension of the expanded child tax credit was left out. Dropping that tax credit would be a big loss for progressives. Manchin went on to say, Our country is divided, and I don't intend to do anything that divides our country anymore. That statement doesn't leave a lot of room for passing a bill that Republicans strongly opposed. By the way, Manchin also reiterated his concern about weakening the Senate filibuster rules. Democratic leaders want to make an exception for a voting rights bill. Manchin says any significant change to the rules should have Republican support. 
Now, for more on the Build Back Better bill and other ag items on Congress 2022 agenda, read our weekly AgriPulse newsletter. We also preview regulatory and trade issues facing U.S. agriculture this year and examine how new beef processors could face a challenging cattle market. Dairy industry wins USMCA case. Score one for the U.S. dairy industry. In the latest turn at a long-running trade battle, a three-member dispute settlement panel ruled that Canada is in violation of its quota agreements under the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. It was the first such decision by a dispute panel under the USMCA. According to Reuters, the Biden administration expects Canada to resolve the issue by the February 3rd deadline for it to be in compliance. A spokesperson for the Canadian trade industry told Reuters it would ensure compliance with the ruling. If Canada doesn't comply, the U.S. can initiate a retaliatory tariff process that according to the National Milk Producers Federation. Now, by the way, Canadian cheese importers are also pleased with the decision. International Cheese Council of Canada Chairman Patrick Policio May said he looks forward to Canada living up to all the obligations it has committed to in the USMCA. Food groups back stay of vax mandate for businesses. Trade groups representing the U.S. food industry and other businesses are urging the Supreme Court to halt implementation of the federal vaccination mandate affecting companies of a 100 or more employees. The court is scheduled to hear oral arguments Friday in the case, which also involves the Occupational Safety and Health Administration's mandate for health care workers. FMI, the Food Industry Association, the International Food Service Distributors Association, the American Bankers Association, and the National Association of Convenience Stores, as well as grocers from Ohio and Tennessee, they joined a brief led by the National Federation of Independent Businesses seeking a stay. They argued that Congress did not clearly authorize OSHA to commandeer businesses into implementing a vaccine, testing, masking, and tracking mandate for 84 million Americans and set of recent COVID guidance from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention conflicts with the mandate. On the other side, a brief submitted by the AFL-CIO and other unions calls for keeping the mandate in place. Among the unions on the brief are the United Food and Commercial Workers International Union. FDA nominee ready for committee action. Ahead of a committee vote next week, the White House has formally set the Senate the nomination of Robert Califf to be FDA commissioner, a position he held the last year of the Obama administration. Califf received a generally positive reception during his confirmation hearing before the Health, Education, Labor, and Pension Committee last month. But Senator Bernie Sanders, the Vermont Independent, said Califf is too close to the pharmaceutical industry. The committee is expected to schedule a vote on Califf next Wednesday. And by the way, the White House also has set the Senate a number of additional nominations, including Martha Williams to head the Fish and Wildlife Service, Chris Fry to be EPA's Assistant Administrator for Research and Development, 
and Dave Ullman to be EPA's Assistant Administrator of Enforcement and Compliance Assurance. Here's today's She Said It. I'm so excited that we're going to the winter vegetable and melon capital of the United States. That CDFA Secretary Karen Ross announcing a workshop in Imperial County on filling gaps in the ag tech workforce. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, January 5th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Kelly.